worry when the sun is shining brightly on my pillow. I worry when it starts to rain and I hear a tapping on the window. I worry now my love is gone and the leaves are falling from the willow. But the world will keep spinning round. But the world will keep spinning round. I worry that sometimes I don't know what I should be feeling. I worry that I'll go through life never truly finding meaning. I worry that we don't be twice about the love everybody's needing, but. The world will keep spinning round, but the world will keep spinning round. Maybe tomorrow I will find that all the worries in my mind didn't want to hang around me any longer. Maybe then there'll be no trace of the tears falling from my face. Maybe then I'll act a little stronger. Yeah, I guess there really ain't no denying that life makes you bad, make you wanna stop and trying. Please remember, next time you start sighing, that the world will keep spinning round. That the world will keep spinning round. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks. Can't really complain. Um, What's new in your world? (laughs) Silly question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What is new in my world? Uh, I should always think about this before we start the podcast. Yeah. Sometimes I think, right, what can you say that's happened? Like, it used to be like that, wouldn't it? We'd be like, oh, I went out to this thing. Yeah. You know, you've really got to scratch your heads at this point and think, what is new? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was trying to, I was doing a bit of prep. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm, a, I'm an organised guy and I care about this podcast. Someone's so I was doing a bit to. of prep. And uh, I was <laughs> I was trying to think of what to put in this beginning bit where we just have a chat. And I, I was just sort of staring blankly at a piece of paper. And the only question I could come up with... <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't a great, uh, doesn't bode particularly well for the rest of the episode. But I wanted Brilliant. to ask you whether you're finding that, like, you are getting to a point where you literally just have nothing to say to people anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, f- I feel like the um, the the quizzes and the conversations and the phone calls and things have all started to die down quite a bit. Now. Have they? Because you've you've yeah. been big on the Zoom scene. I've yeah. I've done a couple, but not quite to your extent. I mean, I've only done like two or three Zoom calls, um, and then I'll do like some house party stuff with parents and some mates, and I do a like a Google Hangout with work every week. Um, but that's different. Yeah. Um, I all the platforms there, love it. Yeah, really mixing up. <laughs> <laughs> no Skype, they 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 lost out. Is I the, saw this. It's the new equivalent of a pub crawl. It's like I went from Google Hangout. <laughs> One point at the Google Hangout, <laughs> another point. I I saw a tweet here that I I loved a lot because I share this thought, and it says, uh, "Remember pre-lockdown when we all wish we had more time to do quizzes." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's uh, that's James McNicholas, by the way. Nice. Um, I I don't really care. Some people just keep saying, "Oh, let's do a quiz." I'm like, I don't care personally about doing a quiz. If you yeah. want to come and have a chat with me, let's do that. 
a quiz is just like a good excuse to do it but yeah. i don't need the excuse necessarily there's a part of me that feels like and this might be really cynical but i feel like we settled on quiz as the go-to social gathering too soon we were just like, yeah. oh yeah, quiz us. We'll, we'll just do quizzes forever now. It's like we should have, we should have kept experimenting, you know, mix it yeah. up a bit. Now we're just gonna always do quizzes. Seven uh, thousandth quiz of the year so far. Different, we'll, slightly different group of people this time. We'll finally um, be free, and we'll be going to the pub. Like, who did the questions tonight? Like, yeah, no. right. <laughs> no one's ever gonna do a quiz again after this. <laughs> Although some people at work were like, should we organise a quiz? And I just keep thinking. No one really wants to do it. Yeah. Like, there's no way that people are going, oh, thank fuck, there's another one. Yeah. It's just like, if it's there, it's there. And it, yeah, like you say, it was a bit of a thing like a month and a half ago. It's been seven weeks, by the way. Yeah. Roughly since it officially started. Seven weeks in one day. Or yeah. Two days. That's quite a long time. That's a lot of quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. I. Did you, sorry was there a question there? yeah the question was are you finding that you're running out of anything to say because I, I do like I have like work Skype calls pretty much every day where there's always like a little bit of like small talk at the beginning you work on your own yeah but like people I'm working <laughs> with like talking right. to them you know all those just kind of little conversations that pop up and yeah you know the, the FaceTimes the house parties those things yeah. it's like there's definitely a big part of me that misses friends and family and things like that but at the same time i do find myself getting like three texts into a text it's fatigue, thread isn't it? and thinking i've got nothing to say to you as yeah. much as i miss you like it feels a bit like do you remember back in the day when you'd be on msn and you'd be like hi hi how are you good you yeah what have you been up to not much you not much and then it would just die and it, yeah. it feels and you both bit. accept that that's it yeah that's all you needed to do it feels like we're back there yeah we are like there's only so many times i can tell someone yeah i'm fine yeah like yeah there's the occasional people that i'm i can kind of like i've got my one of my best mates joe we're good at just kind of touching in every now and then and just sh- sharing something a bit stupid or just talking about how daft trump is for yeah. like maybe four minutes and then we're done for the day <laughs> lovely get it over and done with um just touching base really isn't it yeah but yeah but I, the answer to the question is not not too much um i also did a little bit of prep and i found a website <laughs> go on it's called science of people science. and i think science of people and it looks quite official mm-hmm. like like nice design it's a long article <laughs> and it's basically giving advice on what to talk about during this time really okay yes Should but it's hilariously terrible <laughs> okay <laughs> it basically gives you a rough idea on what is good conversation and what isn't and it says here is a bad conversation starter so do you like onions and then it says quite seriously boring these are the questions you fire off when you are on autopilot the questions you've heard or over a hundred times before (laughs) (laughs) and it says uh people who were judged as being boring conversationalists were liked less (laughs) judged less likely to be a strong or capable leader harder to get to know so if anyone asks you if you don't if you like onions or not 
you know what site they've been on for a start <laughs> honestly it's mental and then it's like it gives you a few other things so impersonal how may you be doing this fine evening <laughs> apparently that's offensive how may uh, you be yes a I mean, robot I, I think it's this. just this is it genuinely feels like that yeah or like um, an alien who's reporting back to his home planet humans do not like when this you is, say how be you this fine th- evening <laughs> This is exactly what I was thinking, because then it says, what makes a good conversation? And it's like, be engaging, personal, great deep conversation starters don't just skim the surface, they dig deep than the normal conversations would. Ask them something about their own life, their hopes and goals and dreams. It's like, who are you asking these about? Anyway, I went down to the first question, <laughs> and and apparently the first question to ask somebody is, what has been the highlight of your year so far? Of my year? <laughs> Yes. Wow. <laughs> 2020. Well, I mean, there's so it's much It's a to great question. From. I mean, I... God, where to begin? Is there a highlight? <laughs> this. This right now is my yeah. highlight. I was thinking about, like, not a too dissimilar thing, but, like, you know how people say, oh, you know, what a year he's had. He's had a year. You know, yeah. so much has happened. When Boris Johnson looks back at this year, he's going to feel like it was a quite ridiculous time in his life. He, Within, like, four months of each other, he has won a general election, <laughs> nearly died, had a baby, and is now Prime Minister seeing us through the biggest crisis since the war. I mean, that is quite a year. <laughs> Not... I mean, <laughs> I mean, when Theresa May like sacked it all off and you finally yeah. she finally got rid of it. She thinks she's like thank fuck for yeah. this. Exactly. I think everyone is. Um yeah. so highlight of my year I Oh no, this is the weird thing. I feel like this has been going on all year. It hasn't really. I went to Budapest, that was good. When? <laughs> for my birthday in February. Oh yeah, February was still one of the okay ones, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. The coronavirus was like looming on the horizon, but hadn't happened yet. So that yeah. was going there was my highlight. What was yours? Oh, don't ask me. I, I have no idea. I can't <laughs> even remember what happened this year. Someone will probably be offended if they hear this because I, something probably happened that was good. But in our, I, yeah, in our can't memories, think of it. all of twenty twenty will be coronavirus. Yep. The fact that there was a little slither of it beforehand will just be gone. More of this year for us hasn't been coronavirusy. Yeah, no, that's weird, um, isn't it? But to me, this strange. feels much longer. <laughs> I think what was it? Uh, about four, about ten weeks. We're actually, we're not far off. About ten weeks were non-coronary, and God. about seven have been. I remember so when I we're not far off. I moved to Brighton when I was eleven. And I remember hitting 22 and being like, oh my God, I've spent half my life in Brighton. That felt crazy to me. Um, yeah. I will hit that point where we're like, we've spent half our year in lockdown. This is too much. You, I, I had a little fear the other day, and I've been quite positive the last uh, couple of weeks. I won't go into my workout routines. <laughs> we've <laughs> been done. there, we've done that. Oh. It's still happening, which is oh, good. well done. I thought um, you were going to say you dropped it. No, 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 not at all. Got even more so. Haven't missed one for a week and a half now. Oh, you little legend. Now we are talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? Um, 
I remember. I was going to say that I got a little bit sad that my basic, my year of being 27 could potentially be completely wiped out in terms of, like, what's the point of that year? Yeah. Like, and then suddenly I'll be 28 and I'll be able to, like, do stuff again. It it felt a little... Yeah. Then again, you know, you can still do things. Try um, having that when it's your 29th year and you're yeah. going to be 30 when this is all over. Like, this, this was my final summer. Yeah, your <laughs> final summer. You're not <laughs> stolen dead. from me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. There are other... There are yeah. people older than me. That always gets me by. Plus, isn't, I'm, isn't 27 the year just... that... Isn't 27 the year that, like, everyone dies, so... Well, yeah, I, it's nice I, for you I, to be all tucked up at home. Or I die of coronavirus <laughs> from getting a pizza the other week. So we'll see. Um, I don't think it would count if I was in the 27. Well, it certainly doesn't count because I'm not famous enough to be in the 27 club. Yeah. But I don't think a coronavirus death would count. Mm, maybe. We have not We have no context for it. No. Um, have you done anything even remotely exciting this week? Anything of note to report to us, or should we just like mosey on? I think we'll mosey on to some of the stuff we've been enjoying because, okay, yeah, not really had much going on for me. No, unless you have. Um, I built on well yesterday. I, I, I'm, I was I, built is really like over <laughs> overegging it. I fashioned, I would say, um, I fashioned myself a standing desk. All right. I was a bit concerned that I was getting a bit too sedentary, and I've been getting like backache oh, come the on. last you're few out. weeks. You're out. You're walking all the time, aren't you? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> the impression you give off. <laughs> Instagram life. Um. So so yeah, and I've I'd like read about standing desks before. I thought that that sounds yeah. like quite a cool idea. So I've got like a chest of drawers with like some like wall insulation like piled on top. And then a sheet over that so it doesn't like get in my eyes. Um, and one day in, quite enjoying. Quite you standing enjo- now? No, I'm, that's why I said earlier I'm on a tall stool. Oh right, okay. <laughs> so I do. I do have that on hand if I get too sick of standing. But I stood all day can, for work. I don't know if because I know my old uh, colleague used to do it, but she didn't stand up all day. She would kind of stand up for most of it she had like a desk and then above that would be like another thing she could have the oh, laptop yeah. on well i was looking so at... she could get up and down yeah i was looking them up and like there's some which go up and down like you can press yeah. a button but this is not that kind of technology Re- it's really annoying to work with somebody like that because one you feel lazier every time they stand up <laughs> and two it looks every time she stood up it, i thought she was going somewhere yeah, and it it would happen like fifteen to twenty <laughs> times, and I'd be like, oh, oh no, she's not. She's just uh, standing, and that happened every time. I feel like, I like Jesus, if she's getting up and down fifteen to twenty times a day, I feel like she's undermining the the whole point of it as well, right? That's too much. Isn't you're not there to do like squats? Well, she she would also have a ball that she would sit on. Oh, she sounds like a nightmare. Like, yeah, no, offense. she's lovely. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that was the big news of the weekend. Oh no, well, <laughs> it was sort of the big news of the weekend. Obviously, Meek has left. Meek is no longer in the building, so that was um, that was sad. Still getting a bit used to that. She's back in Birmingham and dropping. I was going to ask actually, is there any like? And I hope Meek doesn't. Well, she knows she she'll be fine with this. She probably agrees with it. Is there any part of you that 
is looking forward to having a bit more space? No. She she would say yes. <laughs> no, there really isn't. <laughs> um, really? No. Because I was thinking, I think it might be different for you because am I right in thinking you'd have times where you'd separate for a bit? Yeah. Like different rooms at least. Yeah, and I think particularly in like the current situation, you've kind yeah. of got to understand that both people, it's, it's not an insult to the other if they just like need their own time for a bit so Cause I, yeah i was just thinking if i had somebody in this house with me for seven weeks it would probably be a lot harder yeah but you are in a slightly better situation yeah no you're in a castle <laughs> <laughs> um so no not really any there's no upside only down no but okay, it's a good answer it's, it's a true answer yeah um yeah. But yeah, so that that's the news. Had to. What me doesn't know is I've just cut out the bit where you're just. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I promise. Um, but had to. Uh, like I, I took a sort of halfway back to Birmingham, and her dad met us in like mm. a car park halfway, and there was a weird kind of human trafficking kind of exchange. <laughs> so here you go. <laughs> Did you swap her for some money? Uh, we should have done. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, so that no. was interesting. Um, anything else to report? Oh, there is one thing, which I'll just just show you because I enjoyed it. It's got no context whatsoever. But um, in one of the rooms here, it's like my granddad passed away a little over a year ago, um, and there's like boxes of like loads of his stuff here, which still hasn't really been sorted through. But my arm is mm. at the moment, and we found an amazing piece of like advice to himself that he'd just written on a piece of paper. Which really? I thought I'd share with you, because uh, I think do. it's brilliant. Can you can you see this? Uh, can you read it? Do one thing at a time. Don't drink at lunchtime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's yeah. quite a real moment. That's uh, that's if I ever get to writing an album, I think I might <laughs> ask you for permission for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with that yeah. exact uh, keep that yeah I, oh I'll definitely keep that because one it That's just sums it up perfect, but two it's like what um, is this your arty granddad yeah but it's yeah. like that. there's a whole story that goes into writing that note that you can you can just build up mm. um, yeah what what prompted him to think don't drink at lunchtime <laughs> Do you think it is after he'd just, like, after maybe a day where he had yeah. had a drink at lunchtime? Or do you yeah. think it was a moment where he just was about to but didn't? I'm assuming that, because he was, as well as being a painter, he was a lecturer at Brighton Uni. And I'm assuming it was probably on a Wednesday morning after giving a drunk lecture on the Tuesday and thinking, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh. I love that. That's getting framed. That is brilliant. I love it. Um, cool. So should we go on to your ever confusing, but I think I've kind of got oh, to grips with it, your your feature, your new feature for the show, which is three highlights from the week. We can. Yeah? I would like that. Who would like to um, go first? I I can go first this time. Okay, You cool. went first last time. Um, so number one is a television series that I didn't get to give a shout out last year because we weren't really doing this. Mm. Um, but I loved it 
so much and I've just started rewatching it now and it's a series called This Way Up This with, Way uh, Up This Way Up with uh, Ashling B and Sharon Horgan oh I like those two they're both yes. very funny I don't Sharon know this Horgan, show though this is a new one on me oh it's 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 kind of, it's a bit similar to um, Sharon Horgan she wrote uh, what's it called her and the American guy yeah, uh, as a couple yeah Oh, yeah, that I know, one. I know what it's called, um, but I don't. In fact, I do think I have it written here, which I will slightly talk over as I try and get Face ID to open my phone. It's like one just... word. Yes, beginning with a C, I think. How horribly awkward. Uh, it's called Catastrophe. Catastrophe. Which is ironic. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> dead air is a catastrophe. I didn't know much about Ashling B., Really hard to say her name. Have you seen it written? Ling. She's Ling, it's Ling isn't it? Ash Ling, like Jay Ling's. Yeah, I said that. But yeah. I'm just saying I first called her Aisling. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I'm British and a <laughs> just an arrogant, ignorant even. Um <laughs> Both. Yeah. She is just amazing in it. And I think the reason why I think it stuck with me is she reminds me a lot of a person that I know, a friend I know. To the point where it's like a show about her. Really? Um, but I, d- I never Love know that. if I should bring it up with her just in case it's offensive. <laughs> because she's a lovely character. She's a brilliant yeah. character, but she's got some issues. <laughs> and I think almost certainly, issues. even if everyone else saw the character as the most endearing person ever, if someone said, that reminds me of you, I would watch it and I'd find every fault in it and find yes. a way to be deeply, <laughs> deeply offended. This is the issue. It's that I find her an incredibly lovable character yeah but uh, yeah this person would also probably see <laughs> some bad things in there um so i don't think i told her and i probably won't um but yeah that is a really good series uh, if you've got i think it's, a BBC, it's on bbc it's relatively short maybe five to six episodes sounds the first good. series you would like it um secondly is a podcast called the scaredy cats horror show scaredy cats horror show i like the name yeah so it's the two presenters of Reply All. Okay. Um, it's another Gimlet show, yes. And it's PJ Vote and another guy. <laughs> yeah, I can only remember PJ Vote's name too. PJ it's such Vote's a weird... easy. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> any of those things should be a name. I've never known... I will never ever know anyone else called PJ or Vote. <laughs> some American names though that you're just like... Are they even words? Are they, yeah, this right. is just noises you're making. Absolutely. Um, I feel bad that I forgot his name, but you know, maybe I'll come to it at some point. Um, but it's essentially a series about. It's going to be like one a week, I think. Where I think it's PJ who notoriously doesn't like horror films to the point where he will just never ever oh, watch them cool. at all. So the I'm gonna have to remember the other guy just because I keep referencing him and calling him the other guy it's just rude I PJ vote I feel like this episode needs a fact checking Santa <laughs> fact checking Santa <laughs> the other guy's name is called Alex Goldman there you go Alex Goldman um, Alex Goldman yeah not that one I don't think so PJ doesn't like horror films Alex uh, does and watches them like he to the point where he says he watches them like to go to sleep like he just has no he just likes them a lot but he would, doesn't really get scared of them or would you, you know right i i'm a i don't mind horror films i'm not 
I, I mean, I'm not really... I don't watch a lot of films, but I don't mind horror films. I quite enjoy them when I do watch them. Mm. Would you... Say you're, like, dating a girl, it's all going well, and she says, I go to sleep to horror films. Would you ever trust that person? I'd be like, your <laughs> psyche is worrying me, actually. Yeah, that is, it's worrying. Um, but I, I kind of understand it. Like, I think over the last year where I've been living in London, I've got a little bit into horror films. Yeah. And I, I kind of found out that people watch them to feel like they're not alone. Yeah. Because often it doesn't feel like you're alone when you're watching them because it's creepy. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Um, but it also sounds like the premise of a film yeah. um, itself. Yeah. But still, go, like, going to sleep. Yeah, I couldn't to... go to sleep. Ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah, Maybe just... I could sleep to The Quiet Place, or A Quiet Place, whatever it's called. Yeah. Although but... it's... Yeah. Yeah, you just roll over. Well, either way, it's, not I... it's very interesting. I think, number one, the first film that he watches is um, The Exorcist. Okay. And... Uh, they start at the deep end um but it turns out he he's a bit like me like he just doesn't really watch it he's like yeah no i totally watched it and then it's like actually you paused it about 12 times yeah. you probably watched it through your through your hands about half of the film <laughs> then you, you watch it in the daytime you probably got up to go he said he got up to the to-, to go to the toilet constantly like so he needs he needs to get a bit better at watching them but um it's actually quite interesting because yeah. they they get into the fact that he's not watching them as films he's watching them as almost like scary ro- roller coasters that he's just scared to like yeah. he's just waiting for the next thing to scare him well it is the adrenaline isn't it it's like yeah. um i i suppose all of these things i would like i find it weird that some people really like watching like a sad film like oh that film makes me cry every time it's like why, mm. why do you want to cry but it's the same thing isn't it it's like it makes you feel more alive to be scared or to feel an extreme emotion like yeah yeah make me jump i had a little tearful not tearful actually but a little moment last night watching a film called remember me which i didn't actually watch it i just kind of skipped through it because i've heard of it a lot but the end he basically he dies in the 9-11 um tragedy and I think throughout the whole film, it's like building up to this point, and then you just see <clears throat> like this on the on the board of uh, in a school. It says uh, September two thousand and one, nine eleven, and then he's just looking outside, and he's at the very top of the, and it's like, oh, okay, I know what happens here. Um, <laughs> and that heavy. was a little bit, yeah, it was, um, but the film wasn't great. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so that is another podcast, and you can't really go wrong with the Gimlet guys. Yeah, um, that sounds good. I'll, I'll listen to that this week. Good, please do. Um, next is uh, I'm going to go with a song. Um, technically, it isn't a new release or anything, but it's the band Feet, which I again am not sure we've ever really got into on the show. S- for me, liking them at least. Uh, no, we've watched them together live before. Yes, we, we did. saw them at Great Escape last year. Um, and I saw them once subsequently as well. They're very, they're brilliant live. Yeah, um, they're fantastic. Um, so and like, I... what, hilariously like funny, like I, yeah, they're just one of those bands that you can't help leave a gig their gig with a smile on your face. Yeah, um, a little bit like uh, hers. Like they had that yeah, stage yeah, presence yeah, yeah. where you're just like totally. you're you're part of it. Yeah. Um, 
and you definitely you know you don't forget it yeah uh but they're doing a thing at the moment they 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 all live together it seems in a flat and they're doing kind of uh recorded versions of their songs and releasing them i think every other day that's cool um but i'm i'm gonna play is there a name for that series oh because i'm here trying to like think of something good like some good pun or something i'm struggling live feet yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh let's have a look feet oh this is gonna not come up great is it (laughs) live band there we go live stream it's not it's not stream i don't think live stream <laughs> live feet stream you've got to pay for that kind of content right? <laughs> oh wow it hasn't come up on uh <laughs> on on the youtubes oh here we go live from the feet flat oh uh, that's not bad the flat feet would be better yeah it would <laughs> Um, they've only done one so far. That's three days ago. They did Add Blue, um, but I'm gonna play because the album What's Inside is more than just Ham from 2019. Okay. It is brilliant. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. It just kind of it fell on me, and I haven't really stopped listening to it since. So I'm gonna play a song called Chalet 47 because the uh, there's just a, a part in it when the, there's a little call and response kind of thing. And I, I just love it. It just, it really gets me going, Tim. Brilliant. So, yeah, this is Chalet Forty Seven by Feet. Long drive, diving high into the big blue and green scenes flashing under. Chalet, 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 oh, home 
Chalet 47 by Feet and those were my three picks of the week <laughs> um, Tim have you have you got three or are you going to moan again no I've got three and I think I'm going to oh, do good it boy. like effectively concisely just going to boom 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 bash this one out <laughs> so number one I've even mixed up the mediums like you did Ooh. which I think I struggled to last time yeah. Um, so you first up, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I like this book, but I don't know if anyone else will. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> so first up is a podcast which um, I've started listening to every morning because I think we've talked about this before, but like whether at the moment, like tuning into the news all the time is necessarily like a positive or a negative thing. I've started to kind of disengage a little bit from, you know, constantly watching briefings and reading newspaper stories and all that. Obviously, what's going on everywhere is a bit scary still. um, But I kind of... I kind of don't want to spend all my time on it, but a little bit of time is good. So every morning from Navarra Media, there's a podcast called The Burner, which is um, hosted by a guy called James Butler. And it's basically a 20-minute roundup of exactly what's going on, mainly in the UK, but touches on say. other countries around the world too. And it's literally just this 20 minutes, done. And then I feel up to date, knowledgeable, and able to get on with my day. I really like it. I think it's um, it's a good it's way of kind of, that's the one. Black and silver. Yeah. Cool. It's a good, one, a good way of just like, yeah, you're ready for the day then. Um so that is good actually. Yeah, I do. I because it, it's. I think that's the tiring thing, isn't it? By the by, the time you've you kind of clicked a few things and and learnt a little bit, you've uh, you've probably watched about half an hour of news of some of it irrelevant, some of it not as useful as the other. Yeah. Um. So it's good to kind of get a, a little concise bit in the morning. Yeah, and I feel like they've got quite a good sort of need to know filter on there because good. there's there's loads and loads of stories out there which. Not that they're not important, but it's like, I don't need to know this. So, yeah, that's a good one. Good way to start your day. Good. Uh, Next one, I think I've mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I'm I'm quite into BFI player. 
that's kind yeah. of gone. I can see you ready to say something. No, I, I watched a film on there uh, a couple of weeks ago. I wondered if you'd watched many films on there. Um, what was it that you watched? It was a film with Imogen Poots. Poo- I don't know. <laughs> Imogen Poo. And <laughs> Imogen Poots. And um, what's his name from uh, The Social Network? Yeah, that guy. Uh, Kelly Hair. That guy. I want to say Eugene, but it's not Eugene. <laughs> Doesn't look like Eugene. <laughs> um, and okay, you probably would know. It's basically yeah. them going to live in a house, and then it gets very, very, very freaky. Um, okay, I would recommend it. Okay, cool. Well, I haven't watched many film films on there, but what I have watched a few of in the last week has been their documentaries. Their documentary section is excellent. Um, so if you're into a bit of kind of hard-hitting factual kind of stuff three that i've watched this week that have been really good one is called welcome to leith which is essentially about there's this tiny tiny town in north dakota where um i think there's probably only about 20 residents and this guy who is a Nazi and proudly proclaims himself as one of the most famous racists in the world. I knew it was going here for some yeah. reason. <laughs> but he decides that he is going to buy up all the land and move in all his Nazi friends and he's going to try and make this town like a Nazi stronghold, essentially. Um, and Nazi it's ca- Springfield. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, he, and it's kind of about um, the the locals' battle against it. So that was really good. Um, is it from both points of view? I'll be honest, it it's kind of anti the Nazi. Not not in terms of like <laughs> he's not he's not like that. I mean, are the they film. yes? Uh, are yeah. they kind of interviewing both sides? I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, not um, not like are they like <laughs> in the middle? <laughs> oh, really... maybe you should be allowed <laughs> impartiality. Yeah, but it's interesting because it does it does bring up some like genuine questions that you have to kind of deal with in that like obviously i'm anti-nazis as i think we all are but it's like do i think people shouldn't be allowed to believe that if they wish well i kind of think we're free to have our own thoughts and opinions Mm. and just because i don't necessarily agree with them doesn't mean they're not allowed to exist so if you think that it's like okay well where should they be allowed to live and you kind of think, well, not yeah. near me. As long as, as long as they're not near me, that's fine. But it kind of throws up these interesting questions. I'd watch that. I'm still a bit undecided at the moment, so I need something to <laughs> sway my decision. Yeah. Uh, another another one called Return to Berlin, which is really good. It's about um, a load of, I think, I think there's like 11, 12 of them there, um, Israeli Jews who um, their their families fled. Uh, Europe during the war and then they kind of however many years later do this kind of trip on motorbikes through Europe kind of visiting these places and trying to kind of come to terms with um, what had happened um, and it's kind of built around this uh, so it's kind of in the context of the Olympics it's quite cool mm. 
Um, so quite quite heavy Nazi themes early on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the last one is called the Propaganda B- Game. Bubblegum Factory. <laughs> <laughs> no, the last one still quite. Um, political and maybe dark it's it's called the propaganda game which is like um it's sort of inside north korea type thing and i'm sure a lot of us find north korea quite kind of weirdly fascinating Mm. um so yeah it's not it's maybe not the lightest selection as i realize as i say it but i don't know it's quite nice to just focus on something else for a bit yeah, it's it's good to stay knowledgeable about, that, about these kind of things. Just because yeah. I was, what was I? I know this isn't the same thing, um, but my mate was talking about Vikings the other day. <laughs> and I had, I was like, I know they exist, but I have no idea about like what the whole kind of history of Vikings were. Because as far as I'm concerned, they're like not actually real. They're like gods and, <laughs> and stuff. But because at school, all I ever learned was with like Victorians and stuff. Like, yeah. I, like I I got a couple of mates who I work with who are, have big like Jewish backgrounds. They talk, they talk about the histories that their families went through and stuff. And yeah. and I, I, I can never come in with any like, like, oh, I knew that. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's usually like, I, I have no idea like what you're talking about like so it's probably a good thing to uh, to talk yeah. about that kind of stuff definitely and, and, a, and a documentary is a good way to just gain a bit of you know you get a couple of good facts out of a documentary and you're like yeah. you throw those in a conversation you you're like the keep man. them forever <laughs> <laughs> did you know <laughs> yeah uh, nice one and for my final one I'm going to go for a bit of music obviously and we are good notionally still a music podcast although with every passing week we start to question whether that's still the case (laughs) Um, but there's been a few good things this week that I'll shout out Um, Ghost Poets new album came out on Mm. Friday which I thoroughly enjoyed definitely one for the existing Ghost Poet fans it's not too dissimilar to the last one but I don't know I really liked it the song called Concrete Pony on there which I love keep listening to um so that's one a good one to go and listen out to um billy bragg put out a like quite a sweet little song called i can't be there today which is essentially a sort of message to his mum in coronavirus times um sort of saying i love you and that's why i can't come and see you that's quite a nice one and um but for my my kind of actual pick I'm going to go for, again, something I'm sure I've mentioned in the last few weeks, but just the relentless brilliance of um, new Heim stuff. They put out another new song this week called I Know Alone, um, which is, I believe, the fifth release of Women in Music Part 3, which is the new album, which has been kind of put forward, then put back, then put forward, then put back. I think they have settled on a date in June now to release it. But um, obviously, with everything that's going on, they weren't quite sure. But all five tracks of this record have been absolutely brilliant. I I absolutely love every single one of them. Um, And this one is quite kind of... I suppose for them, it feels quite dark and quite... um, Quite sort of introspective um 
it's got a cool sort of social distancing video where the three of them are just doing a little dance routine a safe distance apart from each other they it's, live together I, I would assume so they seem like the kind of people who would um, and also got some quite kind of re- currently relevant lyrics um, that it opens with the lines been a couple of days since I've been out which that that feels right um, <laughs> and yeah just a really really cool tune it's even got a bit of kind of distorted spoken word vocal type thing that sounds like first album Jamie T in, really? the, in the last minute or so um, so yeah it's going to be interesting to see what artists actually make good music over this period yeah because there's going to be a lot of shite <laughs> I guarantee there's going to be a lot of shit I've, ha- I've heard some songs sent to me as submissions uh, they like imagine trying to write a song in five minutes about being on your own like yeah literally with all the words like I'm on my own right now I'm sad so, yeah oh, shut up so yeah. interested to hear this I haven't uh, heard a lot of Haim actually I don't know how many of these singles I've heard I think I heard Step The Steps The Steps is brilliant it, I mean it's all brilliant I mean doing that thing where they release two singles before but they've basically got the whole album on them yeah well the, the, each of these has come out separately so Hallelujah was out ages and ages and ages ago yeah um, and then they Summer Girl I love it's got this little humming bit sort of just after the chorus which is so cool it almost feels dare I say it a bit Carpenters-esque Ooh. but in a good way um, okay but do you yeah. think we'll get Ezra on it at some point I don't know I mean it's all produced by Ariel Rockshaw or whatever his name is who's done the last two Vampire Weekend albums um, really so it's definitely got kind of and it's got Rostam on a lot of it as well so it's definitely got Vampire Weekend vibes yeah um but yeah, I think you're really. It'll be good. You should It'll listen to all of them. They're all brilliant. No, well, it'll be good for them to get back in their ways. I think Days Are Gone was, yeah, such a spectacular album. Um, yeah. I don't think the the seconds really held itself up to that one. So no. this is on track to be their best work. Yeah, I think. Good. Um, so yeah, this one is called "I Know Alone" by Hype. Been a couple days since I've been out. Calling all my friends, but they won't pick up Found another room in a different place Sleeping through the day, and I dream the same I don't wanna give, I don't wanna give too much And I don't wanna feel, I don't wanna feel
have it that was i know alone by heim and we're going to move on to everyone's new favorite section of tracks it's our what are we calling it our retro records (laughs) (laughs) dusty fingers dusty fingers is good nice thank you i think i stole it but i don't know where from can you make a dusty fingers jingle now not immediately. Diddly 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 dusty fingers. <laughs> I hate it. Not that one. I might keep. So, everyone's looking to fill their time during quarantine, and we're doing the same. Our plan is to go through Rolling Stones' top 500 albums of all time, picking a new one each week to have a little listen to, one we don't know, and give our thoughts and feelings about it sum that up pretty well pretty well that's fine okay i'll take pretty well at this point um very well so what were you listening to this week harry i was listening to remain in light uh by talking heads released in 1980 oh yeah i forgot you were doing this that's exciting second studio album third Mm -hmm. studio album (laughs) i just said mm -hmm. i don't know which one it is (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to carry on or do you want to say what you were listening to uh, I was listening to Gris Gris, Gris by Dr John <laughs> yeah. uh, that's good. what I had but yeah let's have yours first um, okay. for people who haven't been listening for the last few weeks we've got a kind of eight question way of going through these so that we don't end up trying to critically analyse what are legendary records and instead just talk about how we felt about it you know that seems the right way to do it without making ourselves look dumb so oh I still manage that every week though Um, (laughs) I've got some relatively short answers on this so okay so question number one did you enjoy it I absolutely loved it fantastic 
good news, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, that's what we want to hear. That was the hope from this, and we, we had a bit of a wobble last week, but it sounds like we're back back on our way. Absolutely. Um, I'll keep questions... Uh, uh, sorry, the answers light, because uh, I realised last week that I just kept answering the other questions <laughs> and it was just <laughs> a messy old time so did i enjoy it yes i've listened to maybe seven or eight times over the week wow um, that's big i did my workout to it today found out that it's brilliant for that too nice uh, for reasons i'll go into but um yes i did enjoy it um question number two how much do you think you were hearing for the first time a relatively large amount to the point where when Once in a Lifetime came on, I was like, oh, yeah, this band. Because, <laughs> like, I'd almost forgotten who I was listening to. Like, um, I think the Talking Heads are, you know, shamedly so. They're, the, they're, they're a band that I, I know the 10 top most popular songs on Spotify. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. And and I'm I've been okay with that. You know, I've made my peace with it because this must be the place is one of my favourite songs, like ever. Um, yeah. Every time I hear it, I just feel good. Um, and then you got Psycho Killer, and you know, it's always that weird thing to nowhere. Like, there's like a legendary band who one of their most well known songs you just love, and it's like, oh, do you know what? I feel I feel too obvious to say it, but then it's like, what's wrong yeah. with loving? like an, an obvious song but there's a reason they're the obvious songs exactly I think we've said that before it's 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 there's a reason why it, it's always stood out for the biggest fans as well yeah. um you know yeah. you, you could kind of say the same with the Maccabees is I in fact you couldn't actually I think if if, if the average person had to pick they would probably go two post kisses whereas for yeah. us it would be completely different things um but answer the question a good 90 odd percent of it nice um did anything surprise you about it um i think i did a little bit of digging in terms of their other records and i think the thing that surprised me about it was that although like they have quite a timely sound and like i say they sound very much of that era it was it was interesting to see how they were developing and how that this album itself after skimming through some of the earlier work it does seem like it's it's big like the band's big moment yeah where they kind of put all these things together that they were making into their first real like here's here's what we've got kind of yeah. moment and that's maybe why it why it's kind of stood out coming of age yeah yeah and they're they're like this came out in 1980 which was like slap bang in the middle of the post-punk movement kind of thing yeah which was i'd say like late very late 70s to the kind of mid 80s and it sounds like they just completely jumped on top of that and this is a year after i'm not going to start claiming why they started doing certain things but this was a year after um joy division and I do find a lot of the delivery is slightly more in that w- tone than yeah. it was before. Um, big fans will probably say that's bullshit, but <laughs> it's just something I maybe noticed a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my surprise. It's just, it's not really a surprise to be honest, but yeah. um, nice. really nice to hear uh, just at, like kind of Afrobeat 
stuff in there. It was very, very kind of threw me, threw me off. Um, yeah, well, it's very, it's very your the kind of thing you're particularly into at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. So. And there were tracks in there. I think I can't remember some of my answers. Go into it later. But sorry if I repeat myself. But there were tracks in there that were, they were like dance tunes, um, which is why I found myself kind of uh, working out to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. next question please no, well no I think that was you know that's interesting and you know like you say about um, the delivery being similar to Joy Division obviously Johnny Marr of the Smiths ended up working with Talking Heads so you know despite mm. being an American band they obviously had an eye on what was happening in the British indie scene around that yeah. time um, and they and had yeah, you know I don't think it's any stretch to suggest that they could have been influenced by what Joy Division were doing definitely and they had Brian Eno producing yeah um yeah where's brian eno from he was from over here wasn't he brian eno is english i think yeah yeah okay yeah. good i thought i was being crazy then. <laughs> um <laughs> next question uh next question was anything you particularly liked about it yes and it was kind of what i just said um yeah firstly i've just put everything um and then i've had like specifically the tracks the great curve and born under punches which is the opening track um they have these really like repetitive elements which i guess you get in a lot of um afrobeat music stuff that you can dance to and it just felt like within the first few seconds it felt like something you could just kind of groove to and i don't think yeah. i was necessarily expecting that and i've actually got a little excerpt here from an old bbc um where is it? It was a BBC review done mm-hmm. in 2012. And it says, there's a chance a slim... Hang on, let me start that again. <laughs> <laughs> there's a chance, slim though it may be, that you haven't yet listened to Remain in Light. Please find and play it now. Feet tapping and fingers clicking? That's to be expected. Soon, exquisite textures come into focus. Brilliant, isn't it? An album that sounds as fresh in 2012 as it ever has. And I would say exactly the same in 2020. Yeah. It's, it's. I absolutely adore this. I'm so glad that I picked it. Amazing. Um, what's uh, next? Next question. Did you dance around your flat to it in your little pants? <laughs> Not a real question. <laughs> but yes, I did. <laughs> Lovely mental image for us all. Um, anything Sorry. you really didn't like? No, no, nothing at all. No. Brilliant. Uh, I think we know the answer to this, but would you listen again? I have, and I will again. And I have I think more importantly, I'm going to make an effort of listening to the rest of what they've got to give as well. Because okay. if I could listen to this and be kind of, you know, get really into some of the unknown tracks to me, then I yep. feel like there's plenty of that to go around. Amazing. Um, can you remember what position it was in the... 129 okay so were rolling stone right are there only 128 albums ever made better than this one again difficult i don't think we'll ever answer this properly um but it's it's i think it's the highest talking heads album and i'd say that from what i've kind of skimmed through it sounds like that is probably correct yeah i also saw that four of the top 10 are Beatles albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think three of them are Bob Dylan or something. So, yeah, yeah I mean, why not? 129 is, is decent. Yeah. Lovely. And finally, will you please play us your favourite song from the record? 
I can indeed. Uh, I think it might be the longest track. Yes, it is um, coming in at 6.28, so I'll kind of maybe skim a little bit off the top. But it's uh, it's called The Great Curve, and uh, I think everyone will have a little dance to this. Amazing. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Talking Heads, for giving me this beautiful opportunity to listen to you. Uh, this is The Great Curve. Sometimes the world has a load of questions. Seems like the world knows nothing at all.
so that was the great curve by talking heads from the album remain in light uh can you please tell me your pick for the week mine was dr john with gris gris um a name that has always kind of been floating around but really i had no idea who it was for some reason in my head Dr. John and Captain Beefheart are kind of the same person or were prior to this week. I don't think I have a clue what where this is going. Okay. I don't I don't think I know who they are at all. Sorry. Okay, well, no, totally fair. That was kind of why I picked it. Um Good. So yeah. Fire the questions at me, Harry. So diddly do. Number one. Did you enjoy it? I absolutely loved it. We've got really? we've got a full house this week. It was uh Good. it was one of the kind of maddest, most diverse records I think I've ever listened to. It's it's only seven songs and thirty three minutes long, but within that time it kind of goes to more interesting and exciting places than I think most acts do in their entire career. It's brilliant. Wow. Really, really good. Well, how much do you think you were hearing for the first time? Um, I would say 100% of it, or very, very close. A few kind of little bits that felt like they kind of... Recognisable. Know, yeah, sort of triggered something way back in the recesses of my mind. But really, mm. yeah, I think it was pretty much all new. Okay. Did anything surprise you about it? About it? Uh, well, it's one of those, I suppose, where I could say that like everything surprised me about it. One, because obviously yeah. it's new, and two, because it's just like completely out there from minute one. But then, at the same time, it kind of takes you into this weird world of like voodoo and incarnations and soul and funk and all sorts of other stuff, and kind of creates this like whole world of its own. That. Like a concept piece, or just kind of like how it sounds and I don't, the genre I it's don't, in. I mean, it is a bit of a concept piece, I think. In the um, like, grit. I found out a gris is. It's like a. I've got it written here somewhere. A gris is. Da, 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 it's an African or Caribbean charm or amulet, and it's like what sort of witch doctors would wear. And in the first track. It's Dr. John basically kind of setting himself out as this kind of voodoo witch doctor kind of person. Um, so it, I suppose in some ways it is a bit of a concept piece, of, but at the same time it, it's just in its own little universe. And um, But because of that, I think once you kind of get into it, suddenly it doesn't necessarily surprise you so much as you just get kind of lost in in this world um but yeah that being said there's i think it's like the fifth track something like that it's called this one called croker court boolean or boolean i don't know how to say that word um but the end of it like is so weird and so surprising that it, i literally laughed out loud the first time i heard it it's just like what is going on but yeah wow. in a brilliant way excellent um, anything you particularly liked? I suppose similar to your answer, like um, it could be really anything, 
but I we all know that I'll kind of dial into the vocals first and I, I I really do love the vocals on this record whether it's like Dr John he sings on it a lot um and kind of it goes from kind of creepy to crazy to there's a song called dance frambo or something along those lines again i can't pronounce any of these words where he almost sounds like he's kind of spitting in your face in this kind of really crazy but intoxicating way so that that side of it's all great but then in the background you've got this kind of really smooth so soulful kind of i think all female choir um singing on a lot of the tracks as well which just gives it this whole other texture which is amazing um but yeah i think his his vocals play a really big part in that world that i was talking about um i was reading his obituary in the guardian um he only died last year which i i was quite surprised to find out um and they it said that his live shows were less gigs and more kind of bayo magic acts with and he was like decked out in flowers and witch doctor robes and headdresses and a neck full of grease grease like the amulet things Mm. um and you can hear you can hear that in the way he sings you can imagine going and seeing him and it not being like anything else you've seen before and it's just sort there's something sort of like a real character yeah 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 it's sort of known as one of the biggest characters of the new orleans scene um and yeah just you get it all straight from his vocal um i also found out that in his live shows there used to be a fella called prince kiyama who would bite off the heads of live chickens on stage so that sounds nice coronavirus Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, yeah that's mad i mean that's uh I'm very interested in the. I, of all the places in America, I feel like New Orleans is is yeah, coming up to, to some of the, you know, coming up to the top of the list at the moment. Yeah. Um, anything you didn't like? I mean, I'll be nitpicky purely because this question's on the list. Um, I basically loved everything, but on the first track, as I mentioned, um, John is setting himself out as the witch doctor, and he's basically saying is talking about how kind of whatever problem you might have he's got a cure for it um and one of the problems he offers that you might have um is the issue of having a bad woman who you can't control um which probably hasn't (laughs) aged particularly well uh, not not least because he's suggesting that he's got a pill that you should kind of slip her to make her behave herself brilliant (laughs) which um (laughs) but if we if we skim over that i just think when was this release? Like nineteen sixty eight. Sixty eight, okay. Yeah. It's it's not great. It hasn't aged particularly well, but I don't think it's meant maliciously. Probably was. <laughs> <laughs> Next is uh would you listen to it again? Yeah, totally. Um yeah. like you. I'm excited I, to hear it. Like you, I'm not quite sure how many times I've listened to it this week, but uh a number of times and Inc- louder every time yeah every time I just want to hear it louder and louder and louder with mine I think it was the first one where I'd heard it once and then kept going back to it during the week whereas some of the others I just kind of listened to the once yeah. maybe twice if just before the show um, 
I think because they're good... both they're both like totally unique. That's the thing. It's like you know when you hear something that just feels totally really new and really fresh and really unlike anything else you really know it's like mm. I, yeah of course i really want i want to hear that again i want to try and work it out it's funny when you hear something that was brought out in the 60s or 80s where you hear it it sounds unique you know that it's been kind of played upon later on and that you've heard it before but you're able to put yourself in a mindset where you think I am in the 80s now or the yeah. the 60s and I am hearing this for the first time. Yeah. And you can really appreciate it for what it is. Not as well as maybe back then, but you know. Yeah. To a certain extent. Um next is were Rolling Stone correct to put it where they did. I mean, I can't quite remember what position it was. I think it was about 160 something like that. I would have to say yes, absolutely they were. Um, although it, again it's such a weird record that comparing it to basically anything feels weird um, yeah. but yeah yeah, it's, it's just brilliant. a bit of a it's, uh, it, this is our jokey question I think because <laughs> it's yeah. I was reading through the list and uh, a bit more today and it's like it's more like uh, everything's on for me anyway the stuff that I liked everything's on par like yeah, I wouldn't put Rubber Soul necessarily higher than yeah, you know, I can't think of anything, but <laughs> another album that I like just as much. Um, yeah. So it's all a bit speculative. Um, lastly, please play us your favourite song from the album. Yeah, sure. Um, I could have picked basically any of them, partly because there's only seven. Um, but Contenders, I, I really love the last song, which is called I Walk on Gilded Splinters. Um, that was a strong contender, but at nearly eight minutes long I think that's probably pushing my luck so I'll go for Dance Fambo which I think is a little bit shorter and it's really really catchy that's probably I'd say one of the more poppy ones on there um, so yeah let's go for that cool nice one so here he is Dr. John with Dance Fambo <laughs> Stick 
John there with Dance Fambo. I've almost certainly said that five different ways already on this episode, and that's going to be the last time I say it. Um, at this point, Harry, we normally pick our archive record, our Dusty Fingers record for next week. Um, and this week, we're going to pick one for each other. Is that right? Yes, we are. Cool. Um, so, do you want to go first? Tell me what I'm going to be listening to. Yes, I can. Uh, you're going to be listening to Kid A by Radiohead at number 67. Funnily enough, I was listening to Time Crisis earlier today, as I always do, and they were doing a big kind of compare and contrast of NSYNC's album and Kid A. Really? Purely because they came out at the same time and both were kind of um, sort of referencing... A future, I guess. Um, you know, in the year 2000, it was kind of a vision of what was yet to come. Um, 
and whereas I imagine Radiohead's was a bit more bleak. <laughs> NSYNC's didn't really come to fruition, um, but yeah, Radiohead's right. did. Um, well, I but- think you mentioned this a while back and said I think it was the whole reason as to why we did this section. I think you may have said, "Yeah, no one's listened to the f- whole of Kid A or something <laughs> as a joke." And I thought, brilliant. Let's uh, let's get you in here. Well, that's exciting. I mean, I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to listening to that. Good. Um, yeah. That's number sixty. Did I say already? Sixty-seven. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, li- tune in next week, listeners, to hear what I make of what I will. You know, I should be ashamed of this, but I'm gonna say it honestly. What will be the first time I've ever listened to a Radiohead album in full? Really? Oh, any so. album? Yeah, oh, I don't think wow. I've ever listened to a Radiohead album. Ah, oh, I wish I gave you a different one then. <laughs> um, okay, good. No, 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 let's start you off on this one. Yeah. Cool. So, what, have you, what have you got me? So I'm for you going quite far to the other end of the list. But I was just having mm. a little scroll through, and I thought, Do you know what? This could be an interesting one because it's an act with one incredibly famous song but I reckon neither of us really know anything else of them would you dare to guess at who I might have picked out is it a group it's a it's a band and that I would if I had to guess I would say that their most famous song you probably hear it 50 times a year wow what 50 times a year yeah 50 times a year is it we are family (laughs) (laughs) i listen to that once a week um no it's not that i i mean i'd be i'd be absolutely I can't do this. I'm stressed. Okay. <laughs> so we're going for number 440, which is The Pogues with Rum, ah. Sodomy and The Lash. Obviously, um, Fairy Tale of New York, a huge, huge hit. One of the most iconic songs in... 50 times at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still 50 times a year. Um, but this is... Irish folk punk produced by Elvis Costello. Obviously, you've got Shane McGowan delivering the gravelliest of all vocals. <laughs> I'm I'm fascinated to to learn what the rest of their stuff sounds like. And yeah, which I'm, album? Sorry, it's called Rum, Sodomy, and the Lash. Lovely. <laughs> uh, 1985. Yeah, this will be this will be interesting. Here we go. Rum, Sodomy, and the Lash expanded. Where's the non-expanded version <laughs> um and it's got it's got almost a kind of um you know a renaissance painting as a cover with shane yeah. mcgowan in sunglasses sat there in the middle um yeah it could be anything but i i sometimes worry that you don't listen to enough kind of guitar bands anymore and getting you <laughs> listening to some irish folk punk sounds sounds good to me you worry i don't listen to guitar bands anymore not enough (laughs) (laughs) we've lost you to afrobeat yeah sorry (laughs) oh i found some mad stuff on it the band played waltzing matilda a pistol for paddy garcia sally mclennan i'm a man you don't meet every day i mean these yeah wild cats of kilkenny (laughs) 
I'm up for this. I don't yeah. know what accent that was. Apologise for anyone I offended. Uh, yeah, apparently it careens between the maudlin and the explosive. So you're going to have both ends of the spectrum. Wicked. I'm, I'm excited. Nice. Um, well, is there anything else you'd like to say this week, Harry? Uh, have I told you about my workouts yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all done. Lovely. Well, uh, I think I am too. Good so let's bid our lovely listeners a very fond farewell. And we will see you around the same time next week. Cool. All right. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Stay safe, everyone. Level one. Hey, hey, hey.